on today's episode of Locked on Avalanche, unbelievable. The Avalanche finally break through and get to the Western Conference Finals on the most unlikeliest of hero, and that is Darren Helm <laughs> with five seconds left. We all thought this thing was heading back to overtime, but he breaks through with five seconds left to send the Avalanche to the Western Conference Finals. I don't know if he is the hero or is Josh Manson, who played goalie for a, for a hot second, <laughs> if he's the hero. But I think in... Overall, the the depth is the hero of this game for the Colorado Avalanche. We can all breathe at least for you know a couple days until they do go ahead and play Edmonton. But wow, Kyle and I are going to break this thing down right now. You're locked on Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Locked On Avalanche, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore on Twitter, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, Avalanche at gmail.com. And follow the show on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Get notified when a new show goes live. Kyle, they did it. They, I, mean, oh. I say they did it, and and you know, clearly I'm not making it seem like they, they've they've won and they they've accomplished everything they wanted to accomplish. But we don't have to hear you guys can't get out of the second round anymore. Yeah, uh, and and that alone is a weight off of the shoulders of everybody associated with this team. And it was another game that was pretty much how most of these games have gone in this series. The Avalanche were in control. They were they were the more dominant team. And that held true for this game. And they were down again after one. And they just kept battling. They just kept fighting. They kept throwing shots on net. What they have? Uh, 39, 39 shots on goal. So that's another solid output for putting shots on net. Give credit to to St. Louis for, you know, they, they held the lead. Um, it, it was just, it was coming down to the wire. And I was, I was telling Kale McCarr, hold the puck. When it was behind, <laughs> when he was behind the net with 15 seconds left, there was line changes going on. I'm like, just stay there. And that's why he's Kale McCarr and I do a podcast because, <laughs> because he just, I think he passed it to Eric Johnson and away they go. Yeah. And of all people, Darren Helm, Darren Helm, an acquisition in the off season. Once again, like all, when these things happen again, you go back to Joe Sackick and like, did he know this? Did he for, foresee this happening? And Darren Helm pots one with, with five seconds left. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Like, everything that we felt in the game before, just that dread, that misery, that kick in the gut, um, that kind of, like, hangover from the loss and kind of like, oh, great, the Avs are doing exactly what they always done. All of that's gone. 20 years of a weight on our shoulders of not being able to get past the second round and 
not gonna lie i shed a tear or two like <laughs> you kind of you feel relief like every heavy just sad feeling we had is gone and it's like we're one step away from the cup right finals there. we have to play not just another team in the western conference finals Connor mcdavid and crew mm-hmm. like if you are setting up this beautiful story that the Avalanche are, what better way, what better villain in the Western Conference than Connor McDavid? Yeah. We'll, we'll do, you know, obviously we have a lot of talking to do about Edmonton and, and everything like that, but that is, that, that is a, a NHL dream matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll talk about Edmonton and we'll, we'll do a crossover and everything. Uh, with Brett down the road, I, when the schedule comes, I don't know what it's going to be. Probably it's uh Tuesday night at eight. I was o'clock. Say, is it Tuesday? I thought it was yeah. probably be Tuesday. They already announced it's Tuesday. Okay, so we will probably do a crossover with him. But um, for this, I mean, it, it was <clears throat> like you said, Avalanche. The the Avs have lost two games. I said that the other day. Two games so far in this postseason, and yet the one that they most recently lost. If you want to ca- count that or add another loss onto that, just because it felt like two losses, it felt like yeah. three losses and one loss, whatever. But a lot of people were thinking, like, they will they be able to recover from that? Can they recover from that? And I had all the confidence in the world that they could because of, of – and we were talking about it yesterday. This team has been through so much this season <laughs> and in seasons past. And they don't forget that stuff. And all that stuff is just piled on top, and it's all of the reasons why they will get up for games. And and I can almost guarantee you it was forgotten. Yeah, a lot of people say like, how can you forget that? Like once you get into game mode and and you you start warm ups and the puck drops, that is forgotten. Mm-hmm. It's not to say you know it, the game can't get in your head, and it clearly did for Darcy Kemper at points in this game. But this this. I mean, this is a character builder. Even at this stage yeah. in the season, you're you're in the second round of the playoffs, and you had that collapse, and you follow that up by going into St. Louis again. Yeah, again. St. Louis did not win a game at home this series. So to to go to turn around and do, we kept saying St. Louis has all the momentum, and they did. But yeah. they they and St. Louis got the first goal, which you never mm-hmm. want to have happen. So everything is going St. Louis's way. But if you look at how they were playing, it was still they were in control. Yeah. You just couldn't get anything past the goalies. And again, that credit goes to St. Louis for that. But as far as the five on five and, and the style of play, it was all favoring the abs. And you mentioned a key phrase here, the character. Like <sighs> This was not another game to catapult them to the Western Conference Finals where they had to heavily rely on Nathan McKinnon. Like, oh, save us. We can't do this. Like, come on, Gabe, Miko, bail us out again. Two goals from JT Comfer. Like, have yourself a game, bud. And then a game winner from Darren Helm. Like, we talked about in in the series preview with Locked on Blues about depth being the it was matched up and the defense would matter this mm-hmm. series the defense fell apart and the depth is what won it for us um, 100% in this game 
Like it wasn't it wasn't on the the poster superstars. It was JT Comfer. Like you could tell when you watch the tempo of lines like two, three, and four, they put it on them. They were buzzing. They were wanting to redeem letting Nathan McKinnon down. And you heard that in the sound clips and the blurbs. And it's one thing to say it. Mm -hmm. It's another thing to act on it. Like in that first period, Nas had a beautiful top shelf shot that didn't go in. And when that didn't go in, you're like, okay, it's going to be one of those games where everybody's Berkey. He showed back up in the lineup tonight. Everybody's shooting like him. Um, But it was JT Comfort getting out there and having really good goals that you could see in the elation of the Selly that this team was really buying into where this team and the direction that night was heading. And like that really fires you up. And when he got a second one, you felt invincible. Oh, man. Because we we said it on the show. When JT Comfort scores, the game feels different. Yeah, I, I said I, I think I, I woke up two kids after that <laughs> JT Comfort one and then again after the Helm one. But here, yeah. here's all of the points for the abs in this game. JT Comfort's goal, Manson and Burakovsky with the assists. The JT Comfort second goal, Byram and Taves with the assists. And the Darren Helm goal, O'Connor and Johnson with the assists. I never mentioned Miko Rantanen. I never mentioned Gabe Landeskog. I never mentioned Nathan McKinnon. I never mentioned Val Nachuskin. All those or guys Lekinen. had or or Nazem Kadri. Yeah. Yeah, or Lekinen. All of those guys had no points. Not ideal. Clearly. You you, you don't want to continue that trend. But you can <laughs> but, do but it. it. <laughs> there you go. You can prove like th- like that line, that O'Connor and Helm, that was their top line. Yeah. They were unbelievable. They were keeping pucks in the zone, even when they would, I say, turn it over. But even when they didn't really turn it over, say when when St. Louis would regain possession after the puck's already been in the zone for a while, they wouldn't let up. No, They would forecheck and get the puck back multiple times. Yeah. They were out of their mind. They, they played – something clicked for them. We're like, okay, we've played this team five times now. Uh, now let's let's do this, 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 whatever, whatever it was that they figured out because it it was incredible how those guys <laughs> they, played. They took on the mindset that as fans went into game six with with um I'm sick of seeing the blues. Mm-hmm. Like you have to you mentioned they played them five games already. Going into your six, you have to be sick and tired of that style of play. And you're like, you know. I could complain about it or I could do something about it. And yeah. the depth did something about it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let's hear from Athletic Greens. And then we have to, I mean, because they won, I, I don't want to, you know, clearly we're, we're happy about that and good things happen. Some some negative things happen too. If some, I mean, they were in, in control for most of this game, but there mm-hmm. were a couple bad bounces, a couple bad turnovers. We got to talk about that. Darcy Kemper, I don't know what that was. Um, when Josh Manson saved the day. <clears throat> so, and then obviously we have a sound check to get to as well. But first, Athletic Greens, and we have been talking about this for a while. We even talked about it on yesterday's episode, and Kyle and I have been using Athletic Greens for a couple months now. Take it first thing in the morning, and for the rest of the day, you feel better. It oh, supports yeah. your immune system, supports your energy, your recovery, your focus. 
And all you have to do is put a scoop of athletic greens into a cup of water first thing in the morning. And that is it. Nothing else. And if you're experiencing some issues within your guts and you want to kind of get it right on the insides, Athletic Greens is the way to go. And it was created with when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and he was spending upwards of $100 a day to recover from his gut issues. And for Athletic Greens, it costs you less than $3 a day and you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your coffee and cold brew habit. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Once again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So a lot was being said on Darcy Kemper, and he played a poor game in game five. Mm -hmm. That's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> there was not going to be a goalie change. They were going to let him, you know, r- redeem himself. And I think for the most part he did. That's not to say he, he played well. There were a couple, like, questionable plays. Number one, that uh, which goal was it the Cairo one? Maybe it was the – no, it was the Falk one, the very first one with a minute left in the first. Yeah, I, I I didn't see it bounce off of anything, and Falk kind of just came into the zone freely, and he just had a ton of open space. I mean, it was it was straight on. Yeah. I thought that, that, that that's when you got to stop. That's when you yeah. have to stop. And then the one where he was just so far out of position, he just got caught in no man's land. Uh, maybe we should talk to to our, our resident goalie expert in uh, Brittany. <laughs> maybe yeah. we should reach out to her. What was he doing there? I I don't know. Um, but Josh Manson saved the day there. So yeah. overall, I thought Kemper had had a, a good game in comparison to the game prior. Um, <clears throat> it's funny you mentioned that she has joined our Twitter Spaces and said that she sees like that he's having problems tracking the puck and like overcompensating for that. And with those two goals, you kind of see that, and it's weird. Like, I think it was maybe the first shot of the game, or maybe the second. It hit right underneath that glove, and it kind of just – he didn't catch it in the glove. He went up for a glove save, and it hit right underneath, which is reminiscent of that goal in game two that was just so ugly that I I said I'm never going to forget it, and guess what? I'm not. Um, (laughs) it It was very reminiscent. You're like, oh, this is not good. And then he has that wide open, like a, a shot you should save, and he didn't. And then the next one that he let by was one of those like cross crease. There's a right way to play it, and he didn't. Um, yeah, we I don't said- know what I, I I think he was just assuming whoever had that puck was was going to shoot it. So I am going to overcommit to this shot. Yeah. And when that didn't happen, he's just he was on a water slide and he just kept going. It's like uh it was bad. It was yeah. bad. But um I the the Jack Johnson play was was bad too. And, yeah. and that led to the thing about it, like everything about that was bad. You know, mm-hmm. his his the puck kind of jumped on him a little bit, but he's got to collect that puck. And then it went in the opposite direction, obviously, and led to a blues goal. And even when it was like the two on one, 
you kind of just felt like, all right, just put the goal on the board. You kind of just felt like that this isn't gonna this isn't gonna get stopped, and it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, it was a nice play, and it was a you know nice kind of cross ice pass for the goal. It, it, that's tough for anybody to to really stop. It'd be a, a great save if if it was stopped, but you just had the mindset of like because it was it was messed up from the start with the way Johnson played the puck. It was just like everything about this is wrong, and here comes a goal. And they got one. So, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, and I feel like Johnson is, is you know, he's beating himself up over that for tonight, no doubt. And we're picking apart Darcy's play because that's two goals on 20 shots. Um, he did kind of stand up towards the end. And we've seen that before where let's in a goal or two and then that's it. Yeah. Um, he he kind of showed a little bit of that. But with the little bit of a break that he's going to get going into the Western Conference Finals. I just wanted to say that again. Oh, it's so much fun. Um, the like you would expect him to tighten it up a little bit. Like it's a new foe, and it's going to be a different goalie situation that you're going to face. So maybe he gets a little bit more confidence, a little bit more rest. But yeah, you would like to see him step up a little bit. Definitely, I, this is not sustainable, especially if you go to that last round um it's not sustainable against the east yep definitely um the the first jt confer goal i can't understate how massive that was Mm. for him for um for for obviously the team but they 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 needed some jump start they needed something and uh and and i didn't care where it came from you don't get like at that point in the game you just you just need something to um, to, to get the, the energy going. And, and they yeah. just, they had it because they were, they were, were in control. But at what point are you like, all right, is any of these going to break through? And, and you, yeah. you heard Gabe Landeskog, um, check your, uh, microphone too. Um, they, uh, you heard Gabe Landeskog at the end of the game say like, yeah, I mean, you got to give who's credit, but we were just going to keep throwing shots on that. Yeah. Like you can't just change everything up. If you are in control and you are doing what you want to do. And the only thing that's not happening is the goals are going in. You don't blow things up. And it, it, it was just, it was needed. It was, it was timely. It was at the perfect time. And it just gave the avalanche that little bit of jump start because if, if they had given up another one right there, then maybe start pressing a little bit too much. And yeah, there was nothing wrong with that goal. It was beautiful. And like I mentioned it before, like the reaction to it, like everybody's like evening it up with Jesse's brother. Um, <laughs> like that's that's what you want to see. Mm-hmm. And you could see in his face that second one, he believed he was getting a hat trick. Like he had that level of confidence after that second goal when he was going off for that celly. Hey, man. I mean, like, we, we, we thought it was coming because we've had two yeah. in a row. So we thought he was on deck to do it, but <laughs> Nazem Kadri, Nathan McKinnon, and Jesse's brother. <laughs> Put that on a banner and raise it. Um, I thought, I, even though the Az were down two to one after two, I, I felt good not because they were playing well and then they were you know getting shots on net, but because now it's the Blues' turn to. Maybe maybe tighten the grip a little bit too much. 
Yeah. You know, when you're down, you can just fly around, throw caution to the wind, you know, throw anything on net. And and that like the Blues were were never really in that position where they were the ones who maybe were shaken a little bit because now we have to hold the lead. Yeah. And that just goes to show you it's not easy to do. Even even, you know, clearly their season was on the line. Yeah. And when you are up and 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 it's, you know, all right, we just have to hold for 20 minutes. We saw the other day what can happen. And I think the blue I don't I think it's twofold. I think it's just the Avs just kept, you know, playing their game. And may maybe, may I don't know. We'll talk to the blues guys. Maybe the 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 blues just were in the position the Avs were in game 5. It's tough to to play a tight game with a one goal lead and I'm not saying they gave up on on the end with that last shot from Helm. That was just a fantastic shot. Yeah. But the tables were turned in this one and the ads were the aggressors playing from behind and the same outcome happened for the last two games for the team that was ahead after two. And the thing is, it was a consistent and calculated effort from the avalanche. They won from the faceoff dot one for two on the power play and little fun fact here, 13 shots each period. Even for the third, I knew it was after two, and it did. was. And St. Louis had seven, seven, and six. So if they got yep. one more shot on that, it would have been thirteen to seven for all three periods. Wow. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Avs ended up with thirty-nine shots, but like that's we were talking like these thirty-nine shots look better than the fifty-two we had the other day. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we, we had fifty-two and nothing was going in. It was frustrating. These thirty-nine were efficient. Yeah, shots. And you could tell with like the scoring, like and who scored them. They're efficient shots. If you shoot efficiently, you get good goals. It doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, before we get to our sound check <clears throat> and hear from uh, Bet Online, I have to give credit to Gabe Landeskog for his seventy-one percent face-off percentage. Mm-hmm. Like that was noticeable. Mm-hmm. We say all the time. There's some people that don't care about face-offs, but they needed some timely face-offs and Gabe Landeskog was giving them them. He he was it stood out how good he was on, on face-offs. That's, I, I said that in the uh, Twitter space that when we got that goal and we were ahead 3-2 with five seconds left, I said this is the most avalanche monkey paw situation. We get the goal to go ahead and possibly go to the Western Conference Final. Oh, but you have to win a face-off. Oh, dude, I was, <laughs> trust me, like I celebrated after that helm goal, but I I was not fully celebrating until <laughs> it was zeros, even though there was five seconds or whatever it was. I think it was 5.3. Uh, I'm like, that's too much time. <laughs> it's way too much. This needs to be at zero before I, yeah. I, I will completely say like, okay, it's it, they're in. They're in What's much. that Price is Right game? That's too much, Bob. Yeah, the, the one where the little guy goes up the thing where you bet. Yeah, and yeah that was the ass just falling off the end. So. Yeah, that's too much, Bob. Yeah. Um, all right, let's hear from Bet Online, and then we got a sound check to get to. So our partners over at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. They had a really cool one. We get emails from Bet Online all the time, and there's odds for combinations of nba champion and hockey champion and the best odds were golden state and colorado 
Avalanche. So you you pick two teams, they both got to win it. I think they were like three to one for for those odds, but they had them all the way down for every team that's left and every combination of teams. Pretty cool stuff. So yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, you can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, all the fights, and even next year's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. We have a sound check to do, and uh, anybody new to the show... Anytime the Avalanche play a game, win or lose, Kyle and I select a song that we feel best summarizes all of the action. And then those songs go into a playlist over on Spotify. And if you want to follow along with that, just search L-O-P-N Soundcheck and uh, follow along. What do you have for the Avalanche clinching their ticket into the Western Conference Final? If you're listening, whoa, <laughs> we're going to sing it. Yeah, the right. sweetness, baby. We're going to the Western Conference Finals. Sweetness by Jimmy Eat World. Uh, that, that's one of those songs that just is always around. Yeah. And whenever it's on, you just you never turn the station. It's like, oh, I'm just going to finish listening. It's like Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Whenever Shawshank Redemption is on, you finish watching it because it's so good. Yep. And and the, the sweetness, I mean, it's not a song that's like, lyrically or musically like in the rock and roll hall of fame it's just a good song it's a it's a vibe song like you listen to it pump yourself up for the western Crawfords mm-hmm. finals yeah for me uh I'm, I'm going with a a, a lyricless song for today and just because of of what the avs did from game five and the meltdown to turn around to go back into enemy territory and take that game and take the series. I had to go the Avengers theme song. Mm. Had to because it just makes sure you give you like goosebumps every time it's on. I think I'm going to put the Portals version up. Uh, you know when they come back in Endgame, they do play the Avengers theme song in like during that whole scene. But that scene is just you know the the song for that scene is called Portals. But um, they were Avengers, man. Yeah, they, they they came and they avenged. I wish Justice League had a cool song. Well, the theme <laughs> I mean, song from the animated show was pretty cool, but it it's was. no Avengers. No, no. Um, I, I, Infinity War or Endgame? Because I'm I Infinity War. I I know it's like you know you can think of it as one movie, but for me, Infinity War is just so good. I, yeah, so, I I like Infinity War a little bit. I, I remember being in the movie theater and at the end when they're all just turning to dust and it's just like yeah. one after another after another. I'm like, yeah, stop! And all my it, it heroes was, are dying. It was a it was a movie that ended like a television show cliffhanger because you're yeah, like man. doing all of the theories in your head on what's about to happen and you're like, this means this and this. Yeah, oh, I, I like Infinity War. Fantastic. So. Yeah, go check those out. Um, all right. Well, we have our map. The only the only uh, series that's not done is the Rangers and the Canes. Come on. And if, and if that holds true, I mean, this thing's going back to Carolina because nobody wants to win on the road in that series. So, um, but everybody else, their their tickets are punched. So we will do. We're, we're talking to Brett now 
Um, and if the game is on Tuesday, probably Monday night, I would say if, if we get, if our schedules can match up, uh, maybe we'll do on Monday night for Tuesday for game one, but, uh, and we'll get into, you know, how they've done in the season series against Edmonton, which was a little bit of a struggle. Um, you, could you ask for a better matchup if you're the NHL? I think the NHL would rather this be the Stanley cup final. Oh yeah, you know you have McDavid, you have McKinnon, you have Kale McCarr, you have Leon Drysital. You know you, you can even throw Miko Ranton in, and there I know he's not playing like everybody wants him to play, but you know he's he's still a, a star in the league. Um, it's just it's it's a it's a probably a ratings heaven for the NHL. Yeah, it's the honestly one of the best teams stateside and the best team in Canada. You got McDavid, McKinnon, you got like Gretzky and his lineage in Edmonton and Sackick and Waugh in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Like, there's like a you're lot gonna of get, you're going to get a lot of those uh, mm-hmm. game intros where it's going to be like the, the current highlights of yeah. McKinnon and McDavid, and then they're going to splice in, yeah, yeah. Gretzky and Messier and, you know, Sackick and Fours. You're going to get that ad nauseum. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be fun. We're not going to do any predictions or anything now because we're going to enjoy this bad boy. Um, uh, it, I got to ask you, though, like we're we I think we were kind of feeling like this thing was going into overtime. Did you have a good feeling? Yeah. Or did you feel like an overtime can go absolutely in any direction? But I think how St. Louis got the game time goal that led into overtime. This was the avalanche that got the game time goal that potentially could have led into overtime. So yeah, you felt good because you had the momentum going, but yeah, I did. And going in, into a theoretical overtime with the, at the time, the only goal scorer being Jesse's brother. Um, <laughs> I that's what I call him in the spaces and I'll continue to call him here. Um, yeah. Like, you felt like somebody was going to step up in overtime. Like they weren't going to do that again. And you just felt good. And momentum was on our side, the shots, everything stats, everything was leaning towards the avalanche. So you felt good if it did go to overtime. Thankfully, Darren Helm left that a mystery. Mm. Um, I'll just throw out some things that Peter Baugh is tweeting from um, the press conferences. So uh, yeah, Josh Manson's father, is an assistant with the Oilers. That's right. Um, so he said his dad sent him a message pregame that said, go win this game so I can come see my granddaughter. Oh, <laughs> so uh, you got to love that. And then Darren Helm scored on the 13 year anniversary of his overtime winner that sent Detroit to the cup. Wow. Crazy about that. Um, and Darren Helm said his mother's birthday is tomorrow. So nice birthday present for her. Happy Jared birthday, Bednar, Mama Helm. Um, Jared Bednar said, I know how much these players want it. It's very hard. Hopefully our guys can take a breath and we get even better moving forward because we have to. <laughs> That's maybe an understatement. Uh, and it's so weird because Edmonton was pushed to the brink with L.A., it was a seven game series and then they turn around and, and they go up against, you know, the mighty Cal Calgary was that team that everybody wanted to pick 
to beat mm-hmm. the avalanche. And it was just like, oh, for, for people do that when they don't want to pick the easy pick. That's, you know, the, the number one team in a conference or in the, the league. They'll pick that team that's like right below them. That's still very good. But mm-hmm. they, they maybe just because they don't want to go with everybody else. I get that. And I'm not saying Calgary was looking forward. I don't think they were at all. But whatever happened from Edmonton in a dogfight with a overachieving team in the Kings to going up against an excellent Calgary team and they wipe them out is surprising. So Edmonton is rolling right now. So the Avs, they have to be on their A game. And that's why we bring up Darcy Kemper. Like we're asking him to be better than Mike Smith. Yeah. Because everything we yeah. broke down when it came to depth and defense in this last series, mm-hmm. Darcy, this is on you, bud. You got to stop pucks from Connor McDavid. <laughs> we're going, yeah, we're going to be shooting on Mike Smith, but you also got to hold up. Yeah. So we will, uh, we'll be back on uh, Monday. Talk about more of this awesome stuff because it, it, it's just, it's a great feeling right now, man. It's a great feeling. Right. Just, there's still more to do, but uh, after everything that they've been through with these round twos to get past it, celebrate it, celebrate it, but it's not over. Uh, all right. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day, everybody. That's always appreciated on this special Saturday edition. Uh, go check out locked on NHL and you know what? Go check out locked on blues because yeah. uh, those guys do a great job over there. And we have them a, a good message. Please. <laughs> yeah. Good messages. We've had a, a lot of blues uh, listeners come over to us to get like the opponent perspective and have had really good things to, to say about us, some good interactions with us. So uh, thanks for that. But for our people, definitely go check them out too and get their perspective because they do an, an excellent job. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, everybody that's going to wrap it up for today. Thank you for tuning in. And he's Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I'm Chris Maselli. It's the Locked On Eastern Western Conference Final Avalanche Podcast. We'll see you guys Monday. Go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go.